Jeff Tom, Bad Conversation Podcast. <laughs> We're good? Little, uh, little, uh, Caught me off guard there. Public service announcement. Thomas Malinsky is stoned out of his fucking mind. <laughs> Jesus Christ, probably should be doing this today, but... <coughs> I'm fine. Just can't look at you right now. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. I just can't look at you. <laughs> What the hell is that supposed to mean? Why are my cords all messed up? I don't know. It's probably on your head. I don't know. I don't know. The world's going wrong. Everything's dying. I can't see, God damn it. I swear. I can't see, God damn it. Anyway. <sighs> Welcome back, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Wake up. I'm fine. I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm incoherent right now. Caught me off guard. I'm all right. I'm good. Dr. Fauci needs your help. Fuck Fauci. What? I'm so sick of hearing about that guy. That guy's a fucking moron. He is a fucking jackass. Unbelievable. So what's been going on, buddy? How, how's your week? Good. Good. Been lazy. Uh, Super lazy. And that changed from being super lazy to super, super lazy. Oh, yeah, nice. I like it. I like how it works. I hate it. A couple of weeks, though, I'll be back, back at it. Mm. Jesus. Came out of nowhere. But, yeah, so I'll be back at work. Hopefully... Not dying, not kicking, getting my ass kicked, but I have a feeling we're going to be. What's this for? Brody. Oh, when's it open? Oh, we're trying, aiming for a second week of May. Second week of May. Well, as long as it, as long as it doesn't interfere with our opening day plans, we're no, good to no, go. That's the first week. May 4th. Jeff Tom, bad conversation. Got a, got a, uh, sweet Mudhead Stadium for the crew. Gonna be rocking it out, partying the brains out. <coughs> Wasted city. Yeah. Wee. Be fun. Took our banner down. Well, I had to. Why? Because we had an inspection going on in my apartment that I'm about to move out of. Oh, they had to come in here? Yeah. Yeah, so I live downtown Toledo right now. We're getting ready to move back into our house that's been under reconstruction for literally which seems like a fucking decade. My fire I had last summer. Yeah. Oh my god, it's been just terrible. Now I'm like, do I move back into it? Do I sell it? The market's a killer right now. I don't know what to do. All I know is I'm just ready for that fucking thing to be done. Right. I walk into my I walk into my house last night. They're finishing up like the last thing to be done right now is the bathroom. I walk into the bathroom and I have a Small, somewhat small bathroom, right? And uh, I walk in, and the fucking goddamn vanity in this thing, right, is 36 inches wide, which is literally touching the toilet and the door at the exact same time. It's stupid. 
So I, I spent my night last night. I'm like, fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Fuck the contractor. Fuck the sink. I tore that motherfucker out. Went to goddamn Menards. Bought a brand new one. Beautiful. And threw that fucker in myself. Fuck it. Save big Redid money the plumbing. Redid everything. Hey, don't say that for free. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I love, actually, I love Menards. It's my favorite home improvement store. I've Honestly, I've never been in there. Oh, it's fantastic. I have no... Because they got, like, they got everything that everybody else doesn't. Mm-hmm. Including food. You can, like, grocery shopping that bitch. Right. Clothes. I've just never had a reason to go in it. Like, because oh. for me, the closest one is. Give me your man card. Is over there off of Airport Highway. Well, yeah. I don't need to drive all, all the way over there. Everything I need is right over here in Central. So I have no reason to go in there. Christ, I just went in that, the new Kroger. Uh, was it Thanksgiving? Was it Thanksgiving? Uh-huh. Last Thanksgiving? I can't remember. It was the first time I've been in that Kroger. Really? Yeah. Ever since that was brand new and brought out. Next to uh, next to Menards? Yeah. It's big. It's one of those super Kroger's, whatever they call them. They have yeah. clothes and shit in there. Like, it's like, who the fuck goes? Although, I will say I buy, I buy underwear there. They're like these Reebok. They have these Reebok, um, Reebok, like, boxer briefs. Yeah. Oh, I love that. They're comfortable. Man. They're like 14 bucks a pair, but they're worth it. It's amazing how much shit like that is so expensive. It is. Socks. Underwear is ridiculously overpriced. You know what I don't understand why it's so pricey? Is like pajamas. You ever went and bought a pair of pajamas? The last pair of pajamas I bought was for your party. Yeah. Christmas party. Yeah. Which, if I tried to put on now, would probably be, they'd probably explode. Yeah. I mean, that was what? Six years, seven years ago I, I bought those things. Those. Yeah, still they're still at the house. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just don't fit into them anymore. But I mean, just basic pajamas, especially like kids' pajamas. And you go buy like a fucking, uh, like a like a one-piece, not even a one-piece, but just a two-piece like Batman pajama set for like a 10-year-old. Dude, they're like 25 bucks. Now, to me, that is just outrageous because they're going to be, they're going to be done with this outfit in like two months. So you're charging me 25 Oh, that's what, it, listen. It's crazy. That's what I tell my daughter all the time. Don't go spend a fucking shitload of money on clothes for this kid. Yeah. Because four months from the time you buy him, he doesn't wear them anymore. Yeah. It's a waste of money. Yep. But, you know, they got to be fancy. Oh, no. Fuck oh, that shit. Bad shit. Yeah, no. Best Not a kid in a fucking t-shirt and a bear fucking... You know what you do for kids like that? Shorts. And basically, this is what Bubba did. Although my mom did spend some money, you know, and buy him, like, certain clothes. But, like, most of Bubba's clothes were just hand-me-downs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, honestly, especially with me, you know, him, him coming every two weeks, he wore them, you know, he'd go through one pair of shorts in, like, a month. Because I wore my sister's dresses until I was 12. Explains a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but hand-me-downs, man. God damn it. I got my mom's uh, pantyhose, hand me downs. I still wear my mom's pantyhose. <laughs> I'm 47 years old. Yeah. No, but seriously, um, it, it's crazy how much, like, how expensive that shit is. Now, I, you know, I've just been buying a, I've been wearing, like, uh, Nike, you know, like, long black socks, you know yeah. what I mean? I like those. and yeah. ones. I wear two but black socks. Like, yeah, but they're, like, fucking 20 bucks for, like, a pair of, like, yeah. six or something It's like crazy. That. I'm like, what? But socks, though, socks one of those things where 
So I only buy like a very limited amount of socks because I'm one of those people who maybe this is just unique to me. I think we talked about this, but you Probably, know what you're going to say. Yeah, I throw away everything. Yeah. I, whenever I buy something, I throw it away. I don't yeah. keep it. So T-shirts, underwear, socks. I don't want to mix matching with each other. I don't want to mingling, right? <laughs> your life expectancy is, is you're dead. If, you, if you're not dead, I'm going to kill you, right? You're old. You don't, you're useless in life, so we're going to throw you into a nursing home with COVID. And kill you like to do in New York. Jesus Christ. No. Fuck this tiger shirt. I think I've had this for almost six years. Oh, I had a fucking t-shirt that I got when Matt was uh, like four years old in his first year of Little League Baseball. T-ball. Mm-hmm. I wore that fucking shirt till like two years ago until my fat ass couldn't fit in it anymore. But oh, it was like fucking this. The, the collar was all torn out on it, right? right? right. The sleeve, everything. Every edge of that shirt was frayed. But I loved it. Yep. It was so comfortable. Yep. I had a yeah. Jordan shirt. It was shirt. a Dodger shirt. I had a Jordan shirt like that. And it started getting like holes right here. Yeah. In oh, yeah. This one did too. I, I still wore that bitch. Because yeah. I always wore t shirts under my clothes, right. under my shirts. Yeah. So you didn't see anything, right? You didn't see my nipples. All right. But all you seen was, you know, the white shirt. But yeah, I love that shirt. Man. Yeah. Wish I still had it. I think I got lost in the fire, though. He so many memories got fire. lost in a fire. <laughs> it was only burning. I hate that fucking song. That's like one of the very few 80s songs I can't stand to hear. Who was that? Billy Joel. Oh, yeah, that's right. I was thinking, God, it, was I a, I was thinking it was the other band. The fire song from Australia. The bald dude. What the hell was his name? Uh. Fourteen. I don't know what the fuck it was. God damn it! The bald dude from he was fucking freaky looking as fuck. Bald, bald head, skinny. They're from Australia. Talking about burning. Like, oh, the beds are burning. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that would be. Modern How do English. we sleep while our beds are burning? Yeah, that's modern English. That, that no. Yeah, I so. No fucking way. That's yeah. not their name. If it is, I'm gonna be shocked. Pretty sure. Midnight Oil, dude. Uh, midnight Oil. God, what the hell did you say it was? Modern English. That is an uh, 80s band, but it... But yeah, yeah, I was like, that's midnight no Oil. fucking way that's what that is. Well, I was right with the M. I knew it started with the M. Yeah, God, he's so fucking weird looking. Yeah. I'd always be... He look, you know what he reminds me of? You remember smoking in the boys' room? Yeah. Uh, Motley Crue video. Mm-hmm. The bald dude in there. He was in like some horror movies and shit. Oh, with the crazy eyes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, I can't remember. He's always in like Hills Have Eyes and shit. Yeah, exactly. Out where the river rolls, the blood will and the dead God, this guy's just fucking weird. The time has come. Got it when he's singing it. He looks like he's having a fucking stroke. Yeah, I know. To pay our share. The time has come. 
fucking oh they got a dingo too they got a dango a dango yeah he's fucking weird I wonder if he's still alive oh he's probably dead he's think dead. so oh, oh yeah. yeah he's dead anyway he looks like that probably anyway he looks like that cannot live long <laughs> they're just not they're just not meant to I know they shouldn't <laughs> they should die as soon as possible that guy that was in those movies, he just died recently, I believe. I could be wrong. What movies? The movies we were talking about, that creepy eye guy. He did like Oh, did hill. he? Yeah, he did like the old hills have eyes and stuff, and then he was in like the zombie. Some, uh, Wasn't he like the Goonies too it, or something like that? Didn't he like Goonies never had a remake. No, I know. It was something else. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he was in Zombies last, like, the, uh, the Hills Have Eyes bullshit. Yep. See, this fucking weirdo's still alive. Also known as Farm. 1970. God, these guys must have been old as fuck. Fuck yeah, he was old when he did that movie back then. No, 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 no. I'm talking about... Midnight Oil. Oh. Okay. It says, years active, 1972 to 2002, and then 2016 to president. President. They started in 1972. That's two years fucking before I was even born. God damn. How old are these motherfuckers? Yeah, I'm telling you. Fucking dudes are old as fuck. They got to be in their 60s. Shit. Oh, Christ. I'll even say, I'll bet you he's near 80. Oh, geez. Peter Garrett is his name. He's still alive. Born 1953. He's not that old. He's still alive? Yeah. 1953. I thought he fucking died. What the fuck is he? He's in office from nineteen from two thousand ten to two thousand thirteen. Prime Minister? What the fuck? Alright, I'm gonna do some research on this later. This makes no sense to me whatsoever. Yeah, I don't even know what you're talking about now. Peter Garrett, the lead singer, the bald dude. He was in politics as well. So he was like it says here he was Prime Minister. Minister of School Education. Oh, I get it. Okay. All right. All right. This makes more sense. I thought it was like Prime Minister of like fucking Australia or something. I'm like, that's crazy shit there. But no, he wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Anyways. So we were over at the, uh, we went to dinner tonight before we did this podcast and we went to the, uh, our world famous Toledo Mud Hens are having a, uh, Scrimmage. scrimmage actually it's the Detroit Tigers versus the Cincinnati Reds mm-hmm. um, it's their extended practice squads or the extended what do you call it, spring training teams yeah yeah and uh, as we're leaving the restaurant they just start to take the field and they come out and play the national anthem that to me is nothing's more baseball in summer 
than that national anthem playing on that field. I just love it. Right. It touches me to my soul um, to hear that play out there. It was, it was phenomenal. Especially after all this time. Man. Yeah. Basically a fucking year. You know. And, you know, I guess you could go to, like, you know, major league games and watch it happen. But to watch it happen here in our hometown with such a historical team that we have here in our city, mm-hmm. it's amazing. I love it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely love it. Still Wait. shocked I only knew two guys that were in that starting lineup. I was like, huh? Right. What? Who? Shit. We were talking about the national anthem from from uh, the Super Bowl, and you said you haven't heard it yet. No. Now there was, people took a lot of gave a lot of flack about this thing. Mm-hmm. I thought it was fantastic. It was uh, Eric Church mm-hmm. and uh, Jasmine Sullivan. It was. Who the fuck is that? I don't know who Jasmine Sullivan is, but Eric Church, he's a country singer. He played the guitar. Um, it was just fucking phenomenal, I thought. But, you know, what do I know? Here it is. Okay. I'm a huge Eric Church fan, so... You know why I don't like it? And it goes along with all the other ones that try to do their Here she goes. I thought she did a phenomenal job. Well, she's got a nice voice. Beautiful. What I'm not a fan of is them doing a, a different version of it by adding their own music to it, which I don't like. That's the kind of stuff I don't like. I understand what you're saying. I would just rather. I think this is though. This is is not over the top. I hate the over the top things. I just think any extra is over the top. I just want to hear it basically sung how it's supposed to be sung. It's almost too much for me. Oh, I love it, man! Love it. I mean, I wouldn't go. I'm not going to go crazy and go. Oh my god, cancel it. Never do it again. I'm just saying that. That's not my type. What I like to hear. I like to hear basics singing, you know, one person. I just want to hear somebody with a good voice singing. Belt that fucker out. Man, I love, I think that's amazing. <laughs> I love it. I can't help it. I just. Yeah. Not for me. Oh, I love it. I absolutely love it. It's too much for me. That, uh. <laughs> like, I would have rather heard her by herself sing that. No, I mean, I get, I, I get a little choked up just listening to it. I always get choked up listening to the National Anthem, especially when. Like my son's games. Oh, my God. It, it touched me so much. Love it. It's fantastic. Ooh, got a little tear in my eye. Jesus. Can't help it. It makes me cry. I think the only one. Makes that, me cry every time. I think the only one that ever really made sense was, like, after 9-11. Oh, Jesus. And 
when they did the, when they had New York playing in New York. Yeah. And Bush threw out that freaking I mean yeah. that was like I'm that not was sweet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You didn't cry for that one. You were you're a fucked up motherfucker. Right. Yeah, that was that was amazing. I usually don't those don't usually get me that, but when it comes to something when it's after something serious like that or what was the one? Something else that happened like nationwide and it really was something when they played it. I can't remember. I just remember seeing. And it I mean, was, I don't think we and I and I hope I, and I hope this is the case. I don't think we'll ever experience another event in our lifetimes. And I hope my kids never and my grandkids never have to experience anything like we experienced with with that event in our lifetimes. Right? That was a ginormous national tragedy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. That I really hope nobody ever has this experience. Mm. Everything after that event, when it came to like the patriotic shit, yeah, our country came together, mm-hmm. and everything was so emotional mm-hmm. that was involved with anything. Yep. And now you look at today, which is the exact opposite, opposite. of everything. Yep. People hate our nation, our own people. Hate what we are, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And what's funny to me <laughs> is to see that everybody who hates it is the same people who benefits from everything that we give them, right? Yes. Yeah, you spoiled little fucks running around Seattle with your fucking rich mommies and daddies, mm-hmm. providing everything you have for you and then pretending that you don't have shit. Shut the fuck up. Yep. Yep. But yeah, it's, you know, I guess I don't, and I, my, I've always had a, God, I remember my brother went to, went off to war. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Every time that thing would play, I'd ball like a fucking baby mm-hmm. thinking about my brother being in Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. It was it was brutal to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember, you know, that was like, I, I'm trying to think what that tragedy was like compared to other people's genres. It's probably like when JFK got shot or... Or something like that, you know, and something really grips a nation. Yeah, and, right. Uh, I'll right. Never I mean, the generation for JFK was heartbreaking. Right, right, right. right. And I th- and this was too. That's why I said, I, yeah. I, you know, do you remember if, when you... Even I mean, though the magnitude of what we experienced with 9-11 was so much more greater than what Kennedy was, well, but it was a different time, right? So that little thing, which not, I'm, I'm not saying it was a little thing, but that was just as big to them because well, they weren't so... TV wasn't so... Well, that's what I'm saying. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was like their tragedy back then. That was like matched with what we went through here, you know? Um, but like, do you remember where you were when you heard the news and found out about that? You know what I mean? 9-11? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was in my restaurant downtown. Yeah. Right. Watching on TV. I made the... I was uh, like, what the fuck is that? What's it, what the fuck? That was at that, at that time, that's when I was working at a factory... For a few years in Delta, yeah, and we used to work. Uh, we used to work twelve days on, two twelve days on, two 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 twelve days off. You know, yeah. two two two, and what, however, right. And so on my days off, when I didn't have Bubba, that's when I would go the very morning after my two days on. I'd go buy freaking thirty pack of freaking <laughs> beer, and I'd get the paper. 
and I'd go home and I would just sit there and start drinking beer and enjoy my day off because I didn't have to work the next day. So that's when I used to get lit really good. So I used to go to Sammy's there in Central and Centennial. And that was my place. I'd go there all the time, all the time, pick up shit. So I knew the people working there and I was cool with them. And, you know, they were of of that uh, uh, ethnic descent that they blamed the 9-11 on with all these people that were involved. <coughs> so and I say that with, so I walk in there, I see Sammy, he's like his face is buried in this little TV he used to have. I went and got my beer. Got he's probably beer. like, uh-oh. <laughs> well, I set my stuff down, and I said, what's up, Sam? He's like, did you fucking see this shit? Did you see this? And I'm like, the fuck's going on? And all of a sudden, he puts the TV in front of me, and I see what happened. But the first plane, and you know what I said without even thinking about it? <laughs> Not even just, like, stereotype. I just looked right at him. I said, what the fuck did you guys do now? <laughs> and he goes, that's not us, motherfucker, that's not us. And we don't do nothing. I, dude, I was like, dude. I ain't got nothing to do with it. I nope. said, what the fuck, man? And he started laughing at me because he knew it was a joke, you know what I mean? Right. And he started laughing. He goes, seriously, I don't know what's going on here. This is a crazy shit. And, and next thing I know, I pay for my stuff, and I found myself sitting there with him for like the next half hour. And then as soon as that second one hit or whatever, whenever the second one yeah. hit, I was like, I said to him, I said, I'm going home because I don't know what the fuck is happening yeah. right now because everybody's like, you didn't know what yeah. was happening. I ran home. Dude, I was literally in front of my TV for the next two days just staring at what I was watching. Right. That that whole tragedy, I'm in fact, I'm, I'm, I'm obsessed with it because I am, every time that season comes, every time September 21st comes, or September 11th comes, sorry. What the fuck? Yeah, I'm just, I was what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, well, anyway, whenever the, uh, September 11th comes, yeah. uh, I am I'm in front of my TV. I'm watching the same shows I see every year, and it's just, it's just, if it, I'm so infatuated with what really happened and, like, what went down there. I just can't even imagine. That's like the end of the world type bullshit. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It was. When you see those towers and everything just covered in dust and people bleeding, walking all over like they're freaking zombies. Dude, it was unreal. So I'm like, I'm always on it and I'm always reading. I think, you know, to watch. I like the conspiracy theories, but. It's fun to listen to. Yeah. But I I will never accept it. Well. It's a whole other story. Yeah, that's a whole other story. But I mean, I even got this. A friend of mine for my birthday got me this great big 9-11 uh, book that is all full of great pictures and it tells the story and it's just an amazing freaking book dude i got it on my table yeah. my coffee table at home just amazing and like i said i'm just it's one of those things you think about and and as it was going down that's the one time where i had like the only thing i wanted to do was I wanted to stop what I was doing, which was drinking beer, watching the news. I wanted to jump jump in my fucking car and drive to New York. Oh, everybody did. All I wanted to do was, and that was, I was like, that's not all me. we all want. Every, we just wanted to help. Yeah. It was Whatever like, we could do to help, that's what we wanted yeah, to do. Yeah, I really did, dude. Yeah. That's all I, I wanted mean, to do. My, one of my biggest standouts to the entire event was George W. Bush. 
our president who defied every order by the Sacred Service, by the, the entire government, that you are not going to New York. And he was like, fuck you. I'm going there. And I'm going to that site. I'm going to stand on that pile of rubble. And I'm going to talk to those first responders. That man right there, the courage he had to do what he did, was just unbelievable. And it was probably, to me, will go down as one of the greatest speeches ever given in the history of the presidency of the United States of America. I mean, it was, it was just, I mean, here it is right here. Now at this point he's talking, right? And people are like, "We can't hear you," and that's why, and that's why he was like, "That's why he was saying what he says." I can hear you. I can hear you. The rest of the world hears you, and the people, and the people who knock these buildings down. Boom, bitches. (laughs) Shock and all, motherfucker. Here we come. George W. That's my dude, man. I love George W. Bush. Him and his daddy. His dad was the fucking most badass president we ever had. Quiet. See? Why'd you gotta watch out for the quiet guys, right? Mm -hmm. That motherfucker knows things that only Jesus knows. No, he knew things. Uh, he took those he knew things. Oh, yeah, he did. That man knew things that only Jesus knew, right? There's two people on earth knew the way he knew. Jesus and George H.W. Bush. Right. Yeah. He knows who killed Kennedy. Oh, yeah. He knows all that. He knows the real story. No, but seriously, that was a that was a that that was a day that, like I said, I, I hope none of my family ever has experienced anything like that whatsoever. Yeah. It was just oh, before uh, before you go any further, speaking of which, did you ever see this episode, the show that they, like each year, there's always a new show that History Channel shows about nine eleven. They usually oh. have one or two good shows, new yeah. ones, with the old ones. Did you ever see the one they just? It was newer in the past few years where. Excuse me. It was all about George up in Air Force One. No, I would love to watch it though. When you're it was, because the whole hour is just about him and the Air Force One up and sky up and like near yeah. the space because they're like, you know, we're tr- everybody. They're trying to figure out what's going on, so they got him way the fuck up there, dude. And it got to a point where he was saying, if I remember correctly, like they had no. No phone signal, no yep. nothing. So yep. couldn't do anything. So people were like, that's when they were like, president's lost. Like, yeah. like this is scary. Like, where right. the fuck did president go? You know what I mean? Yep. And so it's an interesting interesting show. Uh, you need to check that one out. So I mean, everything about the guy was like, we're going back to Washington. He's like, they're like, no, we're not. He's like, we are going back to Washington. I ain't going to that White House. That is where I belong. That is where you're going to take me. Yeah. And they were like, no, we're going to Nebraska. He's like, stick Nebraska up your ass, dude. You're taking me back to Washington, D.C. Right. right now. I am going to lead this country from the place, I, from the offices where I was elected to be. Yeah. 
So the 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 courage that the man had was just unbelievable, and he, the guy took a lot of bullshit for stuff that, you know, wasn't his fault, right? It's just not. And, um, with the economy, right at the end there, that, that two thousand seven, two thousand eight, and we'll go on that in a later day. But the, the man is is he's a hell of a guy. He's one of my true life heroes, and. I've met him several times. I have a, I have a letter because I worked on his campaign, right? You told so, us. So I have a, yeah. yeah I, I just, it's one of my. I think my ex wife has it. Yeah. Dirty bitch, but give me back my goddamn letter. She burned that <laughs> shit, man. No, nah, she's giving it for me. I'm calling her right now. Kim, where's my fucking George W. Bush letter? <laughs> right. You thieving hoe. You probably sold it. We had the same birthday too. Did I tell you that? Yeah. Yeah. I masturbate. I was going to say, you probably jerk off to him. I'm surprised you don't ask him for a blowjob. <laughs> now sports. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Tiger swept the Indians. Uh, swept I mean, the I mean the Astros. Astros. Yep. Yeah. Going at it tonight against Oakland. Going down, bitches. Going down. Can't wait. They're, they're playing real well right now. Yeah. Yeah. Very exciting. But yeah, I just can't imagine how he married a fucking lady that was like 50 years older than he was. Barbara always Ooh. looked like she was 50 years oh, older. Oh, he fucking <coughs> Big Daddy George? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. That's not that George W., dude. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But either way, she looked like that she was fucking, 50 he, he married George Washington, for Christ's sakes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, don't get, that's right, exactly I, what I, <laughs> I love Barbara Bush. Probably the strongest first lady ever lived, right? Well, that bitch is that right mean? next. She knows everything that you know. You know, George is spilling all of his beans at the end there when he's fucking lost. She must have been fucking hellacious in the sack because God, she looked like a fucking. Honestly, it was like it's like you married your grandma. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what it was. Because she was old looking when they were young. Oh, think about it. She probably gave great blowjobs. Oh, Jesus. That's an awful Christ. thought to think about. <laughs> I wonder if she did anal. Oh, you know she did. You know she did. Yikes. Did you ever watch the eulogy of George H.W. Bush by just by George W. Yeah. Bush? Yeah. I oh, watched it when I was Fuck yeah. you, man. <laughs> yeah, I watched it when I was happy. I cried like a motherfucker, man. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I love my dad and everything, but God damn, he wasn't fucking... <laughs> I don't think I'd give my dad a eulogy when he dies. I wanted to give it a shot, but ooh, I don't think it's going to work out good. Right. I'm going to cry. You know me. <laughs> daddy. I love you, Daddy. Although I did like it when you put your fingers we- in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> Even though my daddy raped me, he was a hell of a man. Now we were talking about, we were talking about that day of work and um, somebody said something like, I'm like, somebody said their dad's been gone now for for a lot of years and he wished he could talk to him. Oh, we're talking about fishing. That's what he was. Because some of my best experiences in life was fishing with my father when I was a kid. And I said, yeah, me too. Because my dad's been gone now for like 10 years or something like that. And he goes, there's not a day goes by which I couldn't like talk to my dad. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Because like now... My dad's alive, right? And you take 
life for granted. Yeah. And I have no doubt, and I've always said this, the minute my dad dies, the thousand regrets are going to set in. Right? Oh, of course. Yeah. Why did I work so much? Why didn't I go spend more time with my dad? Mm-hmm. Why didn't I go spend more time with my mom mm-hmm. when my mom dies? It's going to be brutal. Yeah. But, you know, what are you going to do? Right, right. I get you, man. I get you. I think you can almost say that about anybody, really, that's important in your life. Yeah. You know what I mean? It doesn't sure. matter. You know what I mean? Sure. You just get that. I get it. Especially with your children. Can you imagine, can you imagine one of those parents? And, and I hope I never have to experience uh, this. I know what you're going to say. That my one of my children dies. The amount of regret that will run through my brain will be overwhelming. Especially with one of my children. I don't. Who think. I love more than life. I don't think. But we just have that relationship that's just not compatible. Yeah. Oh, if something ever happened to her. Or him, I would. I wouldn't necessarily say it would be regret to me. It'd be more or less. I'm trying to think of the proper the word for that. Because regret wouldn't be the thing. Like you know, okay, so you know, just you know, just like you said, things are compatible with you. And to me, as much as I love like certain people in my life, there's just certain things where you're okay with the situation that is between you two. You know what I mean? Like, okay, if this is how it has to be, at least it's on a civil level. And there's, you know, I'm trying to think of the proper words to say. I know what you mean. It's like it's different it's, with a like, child. Though, right? I know, I know, but I'm I'm talking just in general because I would feel this way even with my kid. It'd be like I love you, yeah. and I understand if we're not super close. Right. Although I would never want that to happen, but I can understand that. And I only get this because my uncle Jay went through that, and uh-huh. he yeah he knew he messed up. Yeah, you know he's bad. He was. He'll he'll tell you right now. If he was sitting here with us, he'd tell you. I'm I was worst father in the world. Worst father. Worst husband. I made mistakes. Big mistakes. Awful mistakes. Horrible mistakes. And he he literally he regretted it, but he came to terms with it. Right. And he even said, you know, he he told like me. Many a times, he told him many a times that he wished that things could have been different and he wasn't such a douche and all that stuff because only thing he wanted to do, like in his later years, was he just wanted to talk to his kids. He wanted to hang, he wanted to right. be a part of their life. And they were very defiant of it. And he understood it. But he kept trying. But he understood, you know, and yet I can't get rid of my kids. Weird. I I will say this. I kind of feel oh, I kind of feel good because I kind of did get them together before things took a turn for the worse with them. Yeah. Um, but because I mentioned, he mentioned to me that I was friends with my cousins, or her, you know, his two daughters. Yeah. 
oh, he's like, what, what? And he didn't understand how Facebook went and whatnot and all that crap. And, and I said, I mentioned to, to, to each one of them when I messaged him, I was like, you know, he'd really love to see her or something like that. And I got him to where they were able to meet and they had like lunch or dinner or something. Yeah. But they're all able to get together and they had pictures taken and it looked like they had a good time. I mean, you know, like I said, will they ever forgive him for what he did? Well, that's on him, on them. On them. But, you know, he understood he understood the whole thing, but he still loved him with all of his heart, man. I'll tell you what, he always was like, God, I just wish I didn't fuck up. Yeah. And it was so sad to see. We all we all have those moments as fathers. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know I definitely did. Right. Right. Did you ever like I don't even want to ask this question because because I personally know what I was gonna say, did you ever do something to like one of your kids back in when they were super young that you instantly was like, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm the worst father in the world. Yeah, and, yeah, I, and yeah. if they hate me forever, <laughs> yeah. I totally understand. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I did something like that too once. I, uh, and I can't even talk about it with Bubba. I, like he, he always says, he always says, yeah, do you remember? That? I'm like, don't even fucking say it. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't even want to talk about it. Cause he knows I hate it. I don't, cause it, it chokes me up. There's no in, there's no insertion or anything. There's something that pisses me off that <clears throat> I did. I did. Yeah. To him. But well, it but it led to one good thing. It there was a moment when when I was an early parent, we'll say. Mm-hmm. I used to speak my kids, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there was a moment in time where I mean I laugh, but it's not funny. There was a moment when I went to, and I'll and I'll tell you why I'm laughing, right? Because there's a, there's a backstory to it. So <laughs> I went to slap my one daughter on the ass, right? Mm-hmm. And I missed her ass because she like ran from me, and I smacked her right on the small of the back, and it oh, hurt her really bad. Right? We know how that always <laughs> that hurts me now. Oh, I know, <laughs> and I left a big mark on her back. Well, and I felt horrible for it, right? Yeah. So, like, that night, I was feeling so bad, and I told my both my kids, my daughters at the time, because I didn't have my son at the time. I told my daughters, I said, listen to me. I promise you I will never put my hands on you guys again. I will never, ever spank you again. Yeah. yeah. And then there was one night. <laughs> there was one night. I lived with my parents at the time. Yeah. And uh, my two daughters were out in the living room making a bunch of noise, fucking around, right? And I had to work early in the morning at like 6 o'clock. So I'm in bed. <laughs> and I get up, and I'm a yeller, right? You piss me off, I yell out. I got a big mouth. I'm like, <clears throat> quit your bullshit. Shut the fuck up. It's bedtime. Blah, blah, blah. And uh, I go back to bed, and they just start their bullshit again. They're being loud. Jumping around, making a bunch of noise. And I get up and I go back up there. Hey, I said stop. If I tell you again, if I tell you again, I'm going to come out, I'm going to beat your asses. And my oldest daughter goes, no, you're not. And I'm like, what'd you just say to me? She goes, you promised us you'd never hit us again. And I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I went back to bed. I lay down and dude, and I just, I totally burst out laughing. 
And I'm like, that fucking little bitch got me. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. She has no more fear of me whatsoever yep. when it comes to beatings because I promised her I wouldn't do it again. Yeah. Right. Right. Do you remember that? Huh? Do you remember that? No, you did. Yeah, remember I smacked Madison on the, I went, to, I hit her back. You guys were like probably four or five years old at the time. I don't know. But it was so funny. They they, they totally got me. I'm like, yeah. motherfucker. Yep. You're <laughs> fucked after that. I'm oh, totally fucked. Right. And then you got my son who's going to be, who's 16 years old now. To this day is terrified of me. That you would think I'd beat this kid mercifully as a child, right? Which, in 16 years, I've never put my hands on this kid one time, right? Mm -hmm. I've never spanked him. I've never hit him. I've never... I've never done anything to him. Mm -hmm. But I can look at him the right way, and you you look like I just fucking, like, put out a baseball bat with spikes on the end of it. And told him I was going to kill him with it. Yeah. It's crazy. And you get this little bastard here. He don't fucking care about anything I say. Grandson. Well, I'll tell you what. When I did mine, okay, I even hate talking about it because I hate it so much. But it was back when, you know, when I was working at a certain place, just getting by. And Bubba was over for, Jesus, that was loud. Um, It was the, must have put the phones right next to the, yeah. So Bubba had just, like he was over for the weekend and, I had just gotten my tax money back, right? So I had all, I had like, at the time, it was like $1,800 cash in my wallet. And at the time, that was like, I needed that money. So that's why I had it in my wallet and stuff. And, and, uh, so we're in the laundromat and I'm like, Bubba, I'm like, here's my keys, here's my wallet. You know, he's sitting there at this, this chair. And we know the lady who's working there. Everything was fine on that note, but I was like, he was in charge of my wallet and my keys, right? So he's got that. And all of a sudden, I'm folding the stuff, and I'm like, okay, we're ready to go, you know? And I pack up my stuff, and I'm like, I'm like, bub, let's go. So bub comes walking, you know, we get in the car, and we go, we leave, and... So I'm like, freaking little asshole! Give me a kiss goodbye. Um, so I'm like, on my way home, we're about three quarters of the way home. All of a sudden, I'm like, I'm you know one of those things where you reach in in your pocket and you usually have like your wallet there, and I'm like, my wallet's not there, and I'm like, I look down, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, what the hell? All of a sudden, Bob is like, Dad, what's wrong? I'm like, I, where, where's my where's my wallet? Where's Where's my wallet? Where's hey, mama. we got inter- interference Jeez. right now? <laughs> but uh, anyway, so I'm like, where's my, where's my, where's my fucking wallet? And I'm starting to freak out. We're still driving. We're still driving, and all of a sudden, I remember what about it? Oh. All of a sudden, I'm, uh, I just look at Bubba. I pull over. I can't remember. We pulled. By this time, we were already in. <coughs> we were already in my driveway. And I stopped, and I said, and he's like, I looked at him, and I'm, like, freaking out, like, really bad here. Because I'm like, why? Where's my wall? Where's? All, 
and my phone. That's what I didn't have because I had my keys, but I didn't have my phone. My phone and my wallet were gone. I looked right at him. I said, Bubba, where's my phone? And my, all of a sudden, I'm like, wait a minute. And instantly, I knew what happened. He's like, Dad, I think we need to go back. And then I did something that I hate. That's what I hate myself for. I didn't hit him, but I grabbed him in a, in a way that I re- this is why I regret. But it, but the good thing about it is, that come out of this, I scared the piss out of him. Like, I put fear into that motherfucker. Uh-huh. Like, I never seen fear. Like, I remember that scene, the what happened. I put fear in that fucking kid's eyes, and he was, like, almost deathly afraid of me after that. Uh-huh. I, and I mean that in a sense of, like, he knew not. If I told him what to do, oh, he did it. Like, right. he didn't. I never had an issue after that, which what's the good thing about it was. But I hated what I did, right. and I scared the fuck out of him. And we went back, sure enough. Luckily, the lady that was always worked there, Jesus, let it flow, Ooh, bro. Shit, Just right. open your throat. Let it flow. Um, That's what she said. But, uh, yeah, she, she was like, as soon as you walked out of here, I seen your stuff right here left, and I, I've had it. And I knew I knew I, she, I trusted her, but I was – I was, Ever since, till still to this day, I, I I regret what happened. But again, like I said, at least something good came out of it because I think that moment alone is what kept Bubba straight. Yes, <coughs> good man. Because for years he was just deathly afraid of me. Like any time he acted up at home, mom would call, right, and you can hear him in the background. No, no, no. Oh yeah, that's a, you know that's I mean? how it is with that like, no, too. No, yeah, she's like, I'm calling your dad and yeah. telling him, yeah, no, 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 God, dad. It's like, him, what did I do to you to make you so fucking scared of me? Yeah, but I know I, I'm but, a big giant beast who's sexy as fucking. The ladies love me, but goddamn, right? But I mean, I just, that scared I me. just think would you put you instill that fear? I think they see something in you that they don't ever want to see again. Right? You know what I mean? Because I remember True. how pissed off I was. That's the worst I've ever been pissed off at him. My dad, I think, spanked me one time as a kid that I can remember. Right. And <clears throat> he, we owned a tree farm at the time. Like we had a farm with a bunch of trees on it. He sold the landscape companies. And uh, we're standing in the garage, or they're standing in the garage. And I came in. And I remember I had one of those, you know, those, those stick horses? It was like a broomstick with a horse head on it. And I'm like running around the garage with this thing. And he said, hey, boy, get out of here. Right? Go play. I'm doing something. I go, okay, daddy. And I go outside and I'm running around and I remember coming back in, right? And I think he had a tambourine on me. I had to do. So I'm playing with this horse and a tambourine. It's loud as hell. Something like, I had to be a tambourine. And, uh, my dad snatched me up. He said, listen, boy. I told now my dad's an old hillbilly from Tennessee, right? He snatched me. He goes, listen, boy. I told you I'm doing something. You're interrupting me. You're being rude. Now get your ass out of this garage. If you come back in here again, I'm going to I'm gonna spank you. And I'm like, my daddy never hit me. Blah, 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 right? mm-hmm. <laughs> so here I go. I go outside. And fucking probably 10 minutes later, here I come again. Making all this noise. 
And uh, <coughs> they were just finishing up the deal, and the guy was leaving, and my dad fucking out of nowhere just grabbed me, picked me up by both arms, right? And he's like, boy, I told you, you don't stop fucking around. I was going to whoop your ass. Now, here's what I want you to do. Let's go back there in that wood pile back there. I want you to grab a switch. I want you to bring it up here. I'm going to whoop your ass with it. He's like, okay. My dumb ass says, right, at the little age of six or seven years old, <laughs> I'm going to fool him. I went back there and I grabbed the skinniest, tiniest little fucking switch I could fucking find, yeah. which he knew what I was going to do. Because yeah. as soon as I walked in, he had a big old grin on his face. And I'm like, this motherfucker going to enjoy beating my ass. Yep. That's fucked up. Yep. Right? Man, that fucking old man beat me with that fucking switch. And I thought all hell broke loose. Right? <laughs> it's like my ass got stung with 50,000 bumblebees at the same time. Yeah. It hurt. Yes. Never go after the tiny ones. Right. And I can remember, <laughs> it's funny because by about... I want, to, I want to say maybe a month later. I was very young, so it's hard to remember, but it wasn't very long after that. I got in trouble again. He goes, boy, I told you. Get your ass out that wood pile. Grab a switch. Come up. I'm going to beat your ass. Dude, I come walking back up to that house dragging a fucking log <laughs> because I said, if this motherfucker going to hit me with that stick, he's going to kill me this time because yeah. I'm not going through that, right? Right, right. And as soon as I get up to the house, and my dad's sitting on the back porch, and as soon as he sees me coming, I can hear him just cracking up laughing. Right. And I can remember my son, what's so funny, Dad? He goes, it's funny because you learned your lesson. Right. And it only took you one time to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then later on in life, I figured out, right, what that lesson was, right, that just because something is small doesn't mean it, it, it's better, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Sometimes the bigger ones hurt worse. Yep. I find that because I have a small penis, and sometimes <laughs> it hurts when you poke those with it. Right. Right. You poke them in the eye. No, I you know. Poke them mean. in the belly. Button. I know what you mean. It's like the and maybe. I, yeah, I fuck. God damn. God damn. It was funny. I, I remember. I can remember that laugh because my dad's got a very distinct laugh. Oh. I can just remember him laughing his ass off, watching me drag this fucking log back up to the house. Yeah. God, I can remember that it was yesterday. <laughs> so funny. Yep. The good old days. Man, I remember when I got, you know when I got my biggest trouble, but I actually ended up being becoming something cool. I remember when my mom was married and my stepdad, we just moved, we were, we were living out on 6th and Central in the house already. I remember I lied. You know what I lied about too? I'm going to forget this. I don't know why. Okay. I lied about I brushing know. my teeth before I went to bed. And my stepdad was very anal about super stuff like that. That's why he was such an ass to me at the time. And he freaking, he felt a brush and he knew it was just dry as fuck. He's like, you motherfucker. You know what you're going to do? You're going to clean that barn out. Mind you, we had never touched We're not that brushing barn. your teeth? Not brushing my teeth. <coughs> and I ended up, other than the, like the hay bales up, way up, but, the, but the down below, you got to understand where the main cement pad was, uh-huh. it was about six foot deep of just nothing but hay uh-huh. and wood, just all. Cement. I grew up with that, homie. Yeah. I know all about it. Dude, 
I cleaned all that shit out. I mean, I had help too, but like from mom and stepsisters and stuff, but, and we cleaned all this out. I ended up making it my fucking, my, basically my, my man cave. I had stuff set up out there. I had a radio put out there. I came home one day to him. I seen a tractor's out there by the front. And I'm like, what the fuck is the tractor? Joe and the tractor, our neighbor, Joe. So what the fuck they got a tractor out there for? Go out there. Here they were setting up the basketball hoops. The, I had a full court. Oh, cool. And I mean, it wasn't super big. Yeah, I get you. But it still was. Inside the barn? Yeah, inside barn and both That's cool. ends. I'm like, what the fuck? He so he cared a, about you. Oh, yeah, he did. But, you know, the, he was he was an ass. He was about 80% ass, 20% yeah. cool. But right. the 20% cool that comes out, he's yeah. a good dude. And he did, I was like, dude, I lived out there. Me and my neighbor, Matt, um, and he lived out there, dude. We were, we played basketball all night long. Dude, we'd be out there 2, 3 in the morning right. playing basketball. <laughs> it was nice. It kept warm. You know, the radio was going. It was nice and secure. Dude, it was it was perfect. It was oh. absolutely perfect. I loved it. Cool. He actually ended up teaching me a lot about basketball because he ended up being all NWOAL uh point guard for I think when he was in high school and um, me and him would just sit there we would just practice we'd do 100 free throws 100 layups 100 three pointers and then we would play each other for fucking two or three hours and he made me a really good ball player so he was pretty cool um, but yeah I remember that I would never forget that like I always all those bad punishments always end up having something good come out of it that's why I did see they always do they always do. There's always something. Always something. Unless it was really, not, you know, dark side. And dark side. <coughs> but, <clears throat> yeah, that was uh, that was yeah, those, cool. Those, those anal rapes never have anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I never learned a lesson from that. <sighs> I never learned a lesson from that, Uncle Joe. <laughs> yeah, right. I, don't like I know you meant to teach me something, but <laughs> whatever it was, I didn't get it. Yeah, my bow didn't like it either. <laughs> I was only seven years old, Joe. <laughs> That's just the way we. Well, what was I gonna learn? You're gonna learn to shoot it and just take it, boy. <laughs> you're gonna learn how to keep secrets. That's what you're gonna learn. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You can't keep this a secret, boy. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna learn how to shut your mouth and keep this to yourself. That's what you're gonna learn. You're gonna learn how your mama died. That's what you're gonna learn. What? Oh no! God damn it! Fine, I'll suck your dick. <laughs> That's all they rolled to back then, man. Jesus Christ. Sick motherfuckers. Sick motherfuckers. Jesus. We're not laughing at child molestation, sorry. I didn't mean to be that way. You know what? It totally, it's only funny because it happened to Tom. That's it, right. <laughs> you know what? It really goes to show how most sluts back in those days were paid. You want to know why? Because I can't imagine... Being a fucking dirty whore who had was being just a who I just I'm gonna suck a guy's dick today. Dude, oh, yeah, those guys can. are nasty back you, then. You can imagine it. Don't pretend, don't pretend you haven't imagined being that whore. <laughs> I'm a, you oh, know you God. have. I got, my Billy, I got my Billy the Kid fantasy <laughs> going. But seriously, you know those bitches were being paid. If I'm oh, gonna suck yeah. a hairy dick, hairy, nasty smelling dick, okay. Oh. Okay, you know it was nasty. I really wish it was time for sports right now, but unfortunately, <laughs> it's time to go. Thanks for listening, folks. We appreciate you coming on tonight. 
<laughs> we'll see you soon. Jeff and Tom coming at you. Bad Conversation Podcast. Bye. Later. <laughs> oh, my God.